Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another Morph Monday episode of Shelf Aware. And that's me in the train car. That's me in the bomb light losing my speciesism. What is this one? Losing my religion. Oh. <laughs> I'm M. My sacrifice. <laughs> I'm Anna. <laughs> that's a joke just for us I'm not gonna explain it it's been in two episodes now <laughs> Anna wanted to do the Creed song but didn't want to look up the Creed song to check how the lyrics how dare you reveal my secrets <laughs> <laughs> so she left me to come up with two intros this week true I did I didn't fine. pull my way to all you just did the whole synopsis, you know. Oh no! I wait, wait. I didn't do that either in this episode. We're <laughs> flying by the seat of our pants. Hello, friends. Let's do it. <laughs> this week on Shelf Aware, we are reading book number fifty-two. Two. Yeah, fifty-two in the Animorph series called "The Sacrifice." Mm-hmm. Ghost written by Kim Morris. Yes. Axe POV. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this one, Em? I feel like we're going to have divergent opinions. Mm-hmm. I overall liked this one. I was all set to like this one. Uh-huh. And then and then there was one scene in this book, and I was like, it's so fucking dumb. I don't want to read any more of these books. Oh, no. Can you guess what that scene was? Um... I mean, there's a few that come to mind, all of them being things Cassie said or did. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, every time Cassie was on page in this book, I was like, and Anna's going to bitch about that. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Anna's going to bitch about that. Not, not saying that it wouldn't be fair to bitch about the things Cassie says or does in this book. I just knew they would upset you. <sighs> it's just, it's the, the thing that really made me mad was... Mm. Cassie admitting she let Tom walk away with the morphing cube and she had no explanation, no reason for doing so. Mm-hmm. She just did it. And everyone was like, mm-hmm. oh, poor Cassie. No, it's okay. We love you again. And I was like, no, we fucking don't. Excuse. But that was the point, Anna. Anna, that was the whole point of this book. The whole point no. of this book was that Cassie could make a mistake and be forgiven. No. Because they're humans, and humans have that capacity. That's Anna. It's the whole point. No. No. <laughs> the whole point was that they had to finally kill some innocent people. They had to sacrifice them for the greater good, thereby, uh-huh. you know, going opposed to what Cassie has always cried about in this entire series. They fucking did it. And Cassie was even like, I don't, there's nothing else I can suggest we do. This is the best option. But the fact that she just started crying and they were like, oh, we forgive you completely and fully. You are welcome back in the fold. I was like, no, Rachel was set to turn into a grizzly bear and eat you. And then you started fucking crying and everyone was like, oh no, we can't be mad. Now she's sad. I don't think it was that. I think it was that she admitted that she was wrong. And so they... Because, I mean, that's how forgiveness 
should work, right? Like that Mm. there's Mm -hmm. that whole thing about like you can't have forgiveness without like an understanding from the person that they did something wrong, right? But once she gave that, then they were able to forgive her. Here's the thing though. Uh-huh, you hate Cassie. No, no one but Jake knew what she had done in the first place. So the fact, the reveal and then the forgiveness happened instantaneously for most of the people in this book. Except for Axe. Except and Axe. Axe, it took a little was... bit longer. And I was yes. like fully on board with Axe. And at the end, he was like, oh, I don't hate her. And I was like, mm, Axe. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I get people make mistakes. And I also mm-hmm. understand that this is a middle grade science fiction series. We're not uh-huh. going to end up with like a huge big rift in 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 the Animorphs. This is I fully understand what I'm reading. This is not adult fiction. We're going to have a happy ending for all the children, probably. Probably. I don't. This level of betrayal from Cassie. OK, OK, OK. But you cannot okay, simply forgive this by her saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, But it's important that. OK, here. Hmm. So she just called Rachel book, a freak. <laughs> Yes, I, I'm putting aside the Cassie of it for a second, and I just want to look at the Axe side of it and okay. why it was important okay. that Axe forgave her and that the others forgave her. Because Axe went to his the Andalites and was like, what up? And they're like, hey, listen, this is going to be like Jesus being like, oh, soon one of you will, will betray me. It's and me, they're like, Jesus. <laughs> they're like, the group is going to fall apart, and that is how you know that they will not win. Right. Mm-hmm. So then he acts, sees these cracks appear, including Cassie. And then he realizes that because they're all able to forgive Cassie, that actually the human's ability to have compassion is a strength and they will be able to remain a cohesive unit and defeat the Yerks. That is why it is important that they forgive Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> when Axe says that it is the kind human that are the most dangerous mm-hmm. and specifically talking about Cassie's kindness here. Uh-huh. I was like, you right. <laughs> I'm just so mad. I'm so mad. But the books, the books are not saying that we should go hard Cassie. They're saying that to go in the opposite direction and go hard. Rachel is also bad and wrong. Yes. Because like it's we like, have the two girls who are opposites and yes, because we're the two, two girls the and they are the opposites and they have become not characters, but merely statues of these personas <laughs> that are these extremes. Um, but it is important that we find a middle ground and not try to, you know, both sides have good points. Is what I hate that. <laughs> but that's a, it's not like, okay. Cassie did this terrible thing where she took away Jake's ability to fight his brother, took away that choice from him, let Tom and therefore the Yerks have the morphing cube, which is the only advantage they had over the Yerks, gave the Yerks this ability. And now because of her actions, they have to resort to killing thousands of humans Uh in in a bomb. (laughs) And they are like... Not only, Cassie, do we forgive you for this greatest mistake anyone has ever made in the history of this war, you're also reinstated as, like, Jake's second. (laughs) Like, I just, I get that, I get you guys are making out, and you're high school (laughs) students now, so you might be doing more than that. I don't know. Mm, But, like, no, say, okay, Cassie, we understand you made a mistake, and that's fine, but you need to step away from this then. We cannot have you this involved with everything. 
But for Jake but to I bounce back also- from his depression, for Jake to suddenly do the complete 180 on his personality and all his problems just because Cassie started crying, I'm like, this is... All of this I don't is, think he did a full 180. I think he just forgave Cassie. He's so happy now. He smiles now. He wasn't smiling okay. before. <laughs> I also think that we have to acknowledge that there is a uh, meta reason yeah. why that, and you know, we can debate whether or not this is good or bad or well done or whatever, but like there is a meta reason that Cassie is doing this, right? Yes, because yes. Because it is we, leading the element- to... Yada, the elements and also be- because it is leading to, hey, the correct answer is not destroy all yerks or, I mean, I'm I'm calling this now that this is how the this end game is, is kind of end. revealed now through Cassie. The end game yeah. is going to be, you know, everybody leave- living peacefully alongside each other. Like use I'm the Andalite technology in order to provide bodies for the yerks so everyone can live happily. Right. Use the Andalite technology with the cooperation of the humans, because that's important too, to provide yeah, bodies for the only yerks. humans know how to cooperate because we have to have this message of like, okay, yeah, everyone needs something and they're going to keep fighting until they get the thing that they need. Mm-hmm. But if we work together, yes, then we, we can have find to a love the people who tried to enslave us. Yes. yes. I mean, there is that, but <laughs> this, which I'm hoping we just have to be the bigger people here. I'm we have to forgive them for what they've done. I am hoping they will still kill this or one and the council who are the ones who are doing the enslavement. Well, it won't be the children. Surely it won't be like the animorphs that kill. I mean, I don't know. It might be. They've killed before. Mm. They'll kill again. <laughs> Cassie's the highest body count. And she's like, no, we cannot. Human life is so precious. I just, the the way that this was just like, and I get, this is an Axe POV. So we only get Axe's interior, and interior. So we don't really know what Rachel is thinking. We don't really know much of like we get like Tobias is like I don't feel anything about anybody like he's Tobias is just like Rachel calm down that's pretty much his only he's like I just love Rachel <laughs> I will calm her down if she needs to be calmed down but um and Marco is just like my parents are together so I don't care about anything either so really we don't really know what the what some of the others are thinking mm-hmm. as much but I just <laughs> And I, I get it. We're supposed. We're. It's supposed to be a thing. It's just. It's just unrealistic to me that these teens. They're all teenagers. They're all hormonal. Everything is huge, momentous. Like every feeling is felt thousand times more than it than it needed to be. I just. Mm, <laughs> I so liked it. I thought it had some flaws. Cassie, apologist over here. I know I you know. did. I know. I'm sorry. You were so ready to, you were, you were Jake in this scenario where you wrapped your arms around her and kissed her <laughs> on the cheek and said, it's okay. I'm here. I love you again. Like this is, this is fully a case of like, this is, I'm not the intended audience. Mm-hmm. I want to read like a darker, more like mature look at this where we would actually sit down and we would say, Cassie, you done fucked up. Mm-hmm. We may forgive you, but today is not that day and you will not be serving in a more like in the same capacity that you were before. Instead, this is a middle grade fiction. We have six main characters. The fact that they all are supposed to be friends again is proof that Axe is siding with the humans. That's fine. I just, you know, I hate, I hate the, 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 it's the scales are not balanced for me. What Cassie did is so heinous. But there's no this 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 brief like oh it's okay Cassie 
was just such a slap in the face. <sighs> I just, we're just simply not going to agree on this. I feel like Cassie, like, again, we're getting these arcs that are happening mainly through the points of view of other characters, right? Like, we're not getting yes. Cassie's viewpoints on this. We're not getting if she was, how much she was upset by it or whatever. We're not getting Jake being upset by it. We're getting other people viewing them being upset, you know? So, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I... I I feel like from a tactical standpoint, it makes sense to me to let Cassie back into the fold in addition to like, because they've got, like you said, six main characters who fully understand the Yerks and fully understand what they're up against and whatever. Like everybody, they've got these other characters who are kind of in the thing now, but like haven't been here since the beginning. Don't know all of the rules and secrets and whatever. Right. So, okay. You've got six people who are like the generals of this fucking army, this teensy ass army. Um, and like to sideline one of them, I don't think that that would be the best play, especially when their, their point has always been to like, put out advice that will basically then be ignored like it's not like cassie's gonna come in and be like we have to do this thing that is moral and everyone's gonna be like oh yes we will do what cassie says cassie basically always says the thing and then gets ignored so like Mm -hmm. it's not like she's and she even says like in this book she finally takes the stance that honestly i've wanted her to take the whole time which is to put forth the moral argument and then say, I understand that we can't do that. And so we're going to do the other thing, but the moral argument Mm -hmm. still needs to be made. Right. Like I'm, I'm fine with this, this end result. I I feel like, no, I agree. I agree on a meta level for the series to like, for it to, to, for it to be effective, like for these children, like, you're writing a story and you're like, no, I need them all to be friends because this is how it started out. I get it. I get it on a meta level. For me, emotionally, not satisfying at all. In fact, I feel cheated. It's fine. I think if this was a Jake POV and this was this happened in a Jake POV, I would feel the same way. But the fact, fact that it is an Axe POV and the, the arc of this story is Axe learning how to do compassion and whatever... I'm like, yes, this makes sense. This makes sense as a move mm-hmm. to me. Um, I get that it might not be everyone's cup of tea. And I also didn't like this book so much that I should be arguing this heavily for it. <laughs> like, I liked it generally. Since you started and now you can't stop. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you started on one side and now you can't switch. You can't. I could. We're mortal enemies now. I actually, when I was like prepping for this episode, I was thinking it would be funny to like basically do what we're actually doing, which is get into an argument about this as like a bit and then like have it be easily resolved. It's not a bit. We're not friends anymore. Be like easily resolved at the end of the episode. I'm just going to start crying. It's like a bit. And now it's like actually kind of happening. I'm like, oh no. The stakes were just too high for what Cassie. Did. Oh God, she's just real fucked up. She did. Mm. All right, I guess we'll get into the plot of this book. Yes, let's. <laughs> so Rachel, James, Axe, is Tobias there? I can't remember. It's just the three of them. Maybe they're doing some recon. Um, 
Jake wanted them to go into the city and just see see what the Yerks are doing. What are they doing? Um, and turns out, awful things. They are basically pulling people off the streets and shoving them into trains. And those trains are going straight to the Yerk pools underground. There were some direct references made direct to this being similar to the holocaust and i this is like a picture from world war ii i just rachel i just want to register that no you can't do that (laughs) you really really shouldn't do that in your middle grade sci-fi series yeah like we would get the comparison without you saying it directly number one (laughs) and number two Uh uh just uh don't (laughs) the (laughs) decisions were made (laughs) um rachel and james want to go further in to like investigate but you know rachel's just like i want to kill people um and axe is like no we should check in with we should check in with prince jake to see what he wants us to do and they're like fuck that we gotta go now so they all they all go through the train tunnels there's a fight um they win. They get out. Um, There's this weird moment. I think this is that part, right, with the one uh, Yerk who wants to be free or whatever. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because we still have the resistance fighters out there. Right. But I don't think that's what this is. I'm pretty sure. I think this was this just a guy. This is just a guy yeah. who's like, if you let me stay a bird for five more minutes, I'll be a bird forever and I'll be free. Okay. I have questions. I have serious questions because what, yes. what does this mean? What could this possibly mean? Because my assumption was that if a Yerk was in an Anzalite or a morphing human or whatever, was that the body would turn into the other animal and the Yerk would still be in that mm. animal's brain. I think they're giving the actual Yerks the morphing technology. But they specifically say controllers with morphing abilities. So like, oh well, I don't know. Some, I I thought they were giving the 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 slugs that would make sense. The morphing that would power. make sense, but they specifically yeah. say human controllers with morphing morphing abilities. Like it is a phrase used multiple times in this book. Uh, so so what's happening here? Axe is like, yeah, sure, take that human body, be a hawk. This seems <laughs> wild. That that it's also bad. Not good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So. This this is kind of a thing that comes back to is this this hawk that wanted the yerk who wanted his freedom and Axe remembers the the whale yerk that they did and he's like fine go leave I will turn a blind eye but then Rachel who is an owl at this point like probably kills the hawk on its way out like two <laughs> seconds after Axe was like you have your freedom it's made Axe look like a huge asshole. Um, <laughs> but then but then axe is like did she kill him or just attack him like what happened i don't know so it's something that he's kind of like thinking about this whole book is like i gave that year his freedom or i tried to or like some of them really are just like normal dudes and they don't want to do the whole conquest thing so you know whatever sometimes the nazis like to kiss the people in the camps oh my god and so it's romantic yeah, let me r- <laughs> write my slug human romance guys here. i just you know I've been a proponent for finding some solution that doesn't equal a genocide for the mm-hmm. Yerks, but like mm-hmm. I just need to see them doing just a little bit more work. I really do. 
Yeah. yeah. Right now they're very like, well, I don't like what I'm doing because it's uncomfortable for me. And it's like, well, great. But like, I do need to see that you care about, we've got, we've got a few of the Yerks who are the like resist, the resistance who are like, yes. Oh, but they haven't done shit. In yeah. So they haven't books. done anything. They might be dead now. We're not sure. Um, but yeah, the Animorphs aren't sure either. Now Cassie and Axe are both like, well, there might be Yerks out there who don't like fighting, but just do it anyway. And I'm like, cool, but that's not an argument. Like it's, you can't you can't you can't sit here and be like they don't like it but they're still doing it they don't have a moral compunction against it it seems because they realize that humans are also creatures with free will and should be allowed to exercise that free will it seems that they just Mm -hmm. don't like being in the army which yes yeah cool yeah i wouldn't like being in the york army either it sounds dangerous and not fun but I mean, like, from a moral standpoint, that's not a good argument. You don't feel bad about everything else yes, you're doing. Yes, like, I need you guys to feel some amount of empathy, please. Truly. They are only sad about their own lives possibly yes. ending. Which, um, all right. I just I just need you guys to put in a little bit of effort here. I, I am rooting for you. Yes. Yeah. I, that is kind of, like, a hard... The, like when you said earlier, like, yes, the humans have to learn to love the people that enslave them. Yeah. Like that's just, it's bullshit. It, like if I get why we have to do it and I get, it's trying to be like a little bit of a, like some sort of moral lesson for younger readers. Don't know if it's the right one, but you know, it's, well, I think it could be if we get to the point where it's like, like I said, we kill the ones who are in charge. The Yerks have to turn on the themselves. The Yerks have to, they have to make some sort of move here to do mm-hmm. anything to prove that they are redeemable. Because I'm fine with a redemption arc, but they have to do something to deserve redemption. You can't just be like, Agreed. well, I was a bad guy, but now I'm hanging out with the good guys. And so it's mm-hmm. fine because I no longer have access to the power that I had before and so can't hurt anyone. It's like, no, you have to choose to make the change here even if that means that you are in more danger so you mm-hmm. can't just flip-flop based on who's kind of at the head of the pack right like right get it together yerks get it together i feel like this is a little early for it but i feel like my serious theory mm-hmm. for this for the way this is gonna end is like a group of yerks are gonna go to the council of 13 and they're gonna be like here's a better plan we came up with and Visser One's going to be like, ah, no, it's bad. But then the council's going to be like, no, you guys are right. We're just going to do the morphing thing. Visser One, you're demoted. And that's going to be how I'm going to be so like, mad if that's how this ends. That's how it's going to end. I'm hoping that a group of Yerks will go to the council and be like, hey, surprise, bitch. And then murder them all. And then murder them. And then like, we're the council now. Because yes. <laughs> no one knows who the council is. Right. But now it's us. <laughs> and then also do some sort of galactic reparations for this whole mess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. That's another thing is like, okay, taxons, we can kind of like, okay, they're, whatever. They're on they're, board that, with the sitch. That's a whole fucked up They're situation. on board with the sitch. This was a consensual yerking with them. So, yes. The hork So many hork died. But also. They ruined a planet. That was also partially the Andalites' fault. Like, they also yes. owe some serious. The Andalites also need to mm-hmm. pitch in. Which they're not going to. This is the last we've no. seen of the Andalites, I'm pretty sure. They're leaving they're leaving a whole human 
human race just like completely traumatized by this enslavement and they're just gonna be like oh sorry although you know to be fair as we've discovered in the last few books they're leaving one human city traumatized because all the years yeah, are yeah it's just san francisco everywhere else is fine everywhere else is like wow that was a weird thing in san francisco a few years ago right wild but then but then the camera zooms out and it's like the rest of the world is still yurks because those foreign dignitaries that got yurked up in the david trilogy mr one is just like fucking around in san francisco and everyone's like he knows right he knows that we're done with the rest of the planet right did anyone tell him it's a it's it's his big diversion he's like i know the vandalites are housed in san francisco they probably can't go international very often I'm just going to, you know what? Just as a distraction. I've got the rest of the world and they don't even fucking know. They don't ever turn on the TV. What like, are they going to do? Fly to Australia? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so they go back to hork HQ. There's a meeting with the Animorphs where Rachel's kind of reporting on what they saw. So basically what the Yerks have done is they've taken the taxons and extended the subway tunnels all the way to the Yerk pool. Um, and they're like, yeah, so what we're going to do, and this is Marco's plan. I guess Marco has recently watched an action movie. It's like, we're going to fill a subway train with bombs or a nuke. Like Marco, you're talking to me a nuke. That, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. No. Marco. It's <laughs> Marco. Don't be an idiot. Uh, he's going to, in his words, run that puppy at full speed, detonate it in the yerk pool. Big boom. Bye bye. Yerks. <laughs> Yes, solid plan. This was, I feel like there was some miscommunications between the ghostwriters here because this is literally Axe's plan. And I mean, they they mention it in this book that Axe was threatening Mm -hmm. to blow up the Yerk pool. And everyone was like, Mm -hmm. no, we couldn't possibly do that. It will cause too much loss of human life. And now they're like, yes. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Now we have to. Now we're going to do it. I, I, Marco, like a small nuke that Axe was going to use a nuclear warhead. And we were like, that's very bad because you're going to wipe out so much life for a very long time. If you do that. Um, if Marco hadn't said small nuke, I would have been like, yeah, this is slightly different because it's just smaller bombs. It won't destroy as much. Like the after effects will not last decades. (laughs) I don't know how long nuclear fallout lasts. Um, Probably longer than that. I also don't know. Uh, and I have not played the games Fallout, so I feel like you are more of a authority mm. on this subject. Ah, yes. <laughs> if Bethesda can be trusted, that's the source on how long Fallout lasts. Um, <laughs> you definitely still take rads in like 200 years after the after the war. Um <laughs> this is like totally off topic I had like a weird dream the other Uh night where I was like I was a family member in a family during the cold Uh war and like a nuclear bomb went Uh off and the person that I was in this dream I wasn't myself the person I was was the only one that had sense to like not look at the bomb going off and so I was still dying of radiation poisoning, but like it was, it was terrible because everyone else was like melted and stuff. And then I tried to go into the underground bunker to hide, but for some reason it was like the, the ladder going down, like the tunnel kept getting smaller and smaller until I got stuck in it. And then I just died there. Oh, cool. Cool. 
dream 10 out of 10 i had a dream the other night that i was working at my old job and had to make candy apples <laughs> that sounds a lot better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so cassie pipes up and she's like we can't kill it. like that we kill lots of yerks but also would kill thousands of people who like are literally just being pulled off the street at this point like we know they're unwilling because they're being forced into this um so we can't do this and the group is kind of split and everyone like looks to jake for um guidance and he's kind of just like standoffish he's like we'll just vote on it this is i'm not gonna make a decision um uh, uh rachel's like hey obviously this is like a no-brainer we have to do it like kill kill a few to save the whole and cassie like gets into it with her and she's like you couldn't be happier could you rachel's like the fuck you talking about and then later in the book cassie and rachel or is it earlier in the book i don't remember somewhere in the book also cassie and rachel are fighting and cassie is like your mother can't stand you because you're a psychopathic freak and i was like damn cassie cassie Axe also is like very the way they're talking about Rachel is very like yes she is going to murder she loves bloodshed and we've always joked about Rachel being bloodthirsty but like bloodthirsty in like a fun way they're acting like she's like (laughs) Dexter up in here and I'm like guys she doesn't have a dark passenger it's fine she's just good at it's fine she's good at her job Rachel has come to terms with like clearly nobody's talked to Rachel about this because Rachel herself has come to terms with this like I have to do the dirty work because these other fuckers won't right. do it. I'm the only one willing. I have to. I have to take on this job and be the 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 black sheep, I guess, so that the others can maintain their good guy status. I don't like it, but that's where that's where I am now. And, and everybody, everyone just shits on her. Just like you're a dirty little pig girl, aren't you, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> you bathe in the blood of your enemies, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> that's how your hair is so blonde. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Isn't there a story of like a countess or something that used to bathe in the blood of virgins? Yes, that would be Elizabeth Bath Elizabeth of Bathory? Elizabeth Bathory? I'm not sure. I don't know. That's Rachel. <laughs> That's how they think Rachel is. That's why she's so beautiful. Um, so at this point, I believe Marco starts looking up where are bombs. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't check who the governor was before they did that, but they're like, let's Google bombs, I guess. Yeah. So stupid. Uh, oh, no, that, that kind of happened. Like, he's doing that in the background. I'm putting things out of place. Sorry. Um, and then um, Jake makes this kind of throwaway line about how, like, the governor's probably, like, we can't count on the governor or the the battalion from the last book because like I'm Visser one's probably got them by now. And then we get a throwaway line later. That's like, yeah, she, uh, she was taken to rehab. Cause like this whole thing is a prank that the liberal media pulled on us and that the guy from the battalion is being court-martialed for what he did. So. All right. <laughs> Why did we even have that? last? I mean, book? it made it slightly easier <laughs> for them because it's like, slightly. okay, well, there is this story that went out and now it's like, okay, which is more easy to believe that a whole bunch of people, including the governor, were in on this weird prank about aliens or that aliens are real. It's kind of an Occam's razor mm-hmm. thing, especially when an alien is right in front of you being like, what up? I'm an alien. 
<laughs> kind of seems like one of them is probably the truth and it's the one that explains the alien that's in front of you <laughs> <laughs> so that night um axe goes out and he takes with him the z space tra- transponder which they use they have used to communicate with the andalites before they mostly use it to spy on the yerks and figure out what they're saying um he morphs into a raccoon and he sneaks away from camp uh and he gets in touch with a um a war prince in the andalite military which apparently who he's been in contact with for a while now we've not gotten this like it wasn't in his other pov so probably sometime between then and now he's started to get in touch with the andalites um and he's basically reporting back to them like these these children are fighting they are aren't effective anymore there's no discipline um and I think I think I'm gonna like side with you guys essentially. Um, what the Andalites have planned is that they are going to let the Yerks conquer Earth, take all of the human controllers, and then they're going to quarantine the planet. But as Axe infers, they're like quarantining the planet's not gonna work. They're probably just gonna like kill all life on this planet. Get rid of all the Yerks. I think he even says, like, if they quarantine the planet, they're going to have to, like, basically it's a setup so that they can pretend that they're still the good guys. That they can quarantine the planet. And as soon as a Yerk tries to dip out of there, which they will, they'll be like, oh, he tried to leave. we got to kill the whole planet now. Right? So, I mean, like. Yes. It's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. And Axe agrees. He's like, like, this is fucked up. But like, but also I get they're, it. They're adults. I do get making- it. Like I get why they're doing that. Because like, what about the rest of the universe? Yeah. But like, it's fucked up. It's yeah. real fucked up. But like, I get it. Like it's pretty much Axe's whole vibe. Axe is just working on a higher level. Like he his his subway bomb is a whole planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Axe is like, yeah, this is really fucked up. I don't like. I really though want an adult to take over. I'm I don't tired. like. We're all kids, but not really kids anymore. It is so nice to have someone with the military background telling me what to do. I relish this. I miss being an Andalite. I get it. Um, the next morning, they all get together to finalize what they're going to do. And Marco is like, I've been hacking. My parents and I have been hacking all night. And we found where every bomb is in the National Guard. And there's a big warehouse full of them, of 1,000-pound bombs. It's like right over there. We can go to there. Real close by. And Cassie's like, I'm not doing it. And my parents are not going to do it either. I can tell you that. <laughs> like nobody cares. Cassie. <laughs> uh, and then it all kind of comes out what Cassie did. And she apologizes. She says, it was me. I gave the Yerks the morphing cube. I have no reason. Like at the time it felt like I should have done it. But like thinking back on it, I have no idea why that happened. Which to me screams like some elements made you do it, you know. Or- sort of situation i feel like it's not even the elemis made her do it i feel like it's the thing that we've had with cassie a couple times where it's like cassie is just connected at a higher level and like knows what the earth Mm. needs right sort of thing Uh, which yeah (sighs) something slightly like not paranormal yeah but just like mm, she's got some vibes vibing and she was like "Mm, i have to betray my friends yes um which seems very convenient, again, that, um, I mean, I know that Cassie is going to be proven right by this series because 
of course. Of course. Uh, but it is very convenient that the thing that she wanted, which was to make sure her boyfriend no have sad, uh, is mm. also like the thing that oh, it's gonna save it was the so world, selfish. right? Yeah. Ugh, her selfishness was was rewarded, which is why. I, I thought that the scene that might be the thing that annoyed you the most was after this when she talks to Axe and she has that. She's like, look, I didn't tell the others about it, but, you know, like, I'm pretty sure that there was... That also There was, like, me. yeah, because I'm like, okay, if if she had... Why are you still fucking keeping secrets from that Yeah, and also all? if she had just owned up and it had been like, I don't know, I panicked, I thought that this was the right thing to do at the moment. Obviously it wasn't, but, like, that's mm-hmm. what I thought at the time, and I'm sorry, I would have been cool with that. But then the fact that then the yeah. book backtracks and is like, but also Cassie's. She's going to have the ultimate Cassie's answer. right the whole time. Cool. I'm like, can't she just be wrong about something? Like, she was okay being no. wrong about it. Why don't we just let her be wrong? She was okay pretending to be wrong about this because she was going to be, she has the, now has the ammunition to be self-righteous about it later. So like, <laughs> she's like, I'll take this L right now because it's going to be a big fat W in Cassie's <laughs> column at the end of this series. Barf. <laughs> um, I th- everyone everyone is like forgives her except Rachel who is about to punch her Rachel lifted her hand began to make a fist and the only reason she didn't is because Tobias was like no Rachel not now <laughs> don't punch her now punch her later when she's not expecting punch her it. later when when her boyfriend's not here to back her up <laughs> yeah really <laughs> you know I'll back you up Rachel but <laughs> Jake's scary too um they mostly forgive her, except Axe. He's like, I hate this woman, girl. I hate her. Uh, what she did was not just a betrayal of our little group, but as a betrayal to my brother. He takes it very personally. Um, Basically, this plan is really high stakes. It's because they're going to have to use everybody, like all of the people that they have at their disposal, except the Chi, because the Chi can't do shit. Um, but they're going to have to use the James's crew, the six of them, the Hork Bajir, and their parents. Like everybody are pieces on everybody is pieces on the board. Everybody are. Everybody everyone, is everybody's pieces everyone on the board. Everyone is right a now. piece on the board. Everyone. I think because every everybody, everybody is, is like, a singular. Yeah. Everybody is. Yeah. is everybody piece. is happy. Yeah. Everybody is a piece on the board. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It sounds weird. Everybody is way. pieces on the board. Also sounds weird. <laughs> Everyone could die. Everybody is involved. <laughs> Everyone is involved. Everyone are involved. <laughs> um, and Axe is kind of this internal monologue of like, why have we simply not killed Cassie? Why is she being involved in this conversation? This is humans are sentimental. Humans are stupid. I'm so glad I'm siding with the Yerks. I mean, the Andalites. Well, kind of the Yerks too. <laughs> um, because Axe is told the Andalites... Their plan is to blow up the Yerk pool, and the Andalites have told Axe, you cannot let them do that. You have to stop this plan at all costs. So those are the stakes going in. So um, before their whole plan kicks off, Axe is like, hey, Cassie, can I speak with you privately? Um, and he basically lays it all out, like I've already kind of gone over. Like, you you betrayed my brother. Um, why would you do this? And Cassie's like... Oh, just so many of these Yerks are innocent and want to defect, but they can't. And I just feel like if we give them the power to morph, it'll be the solution we were all looking for. And I guess like I've had this plan in my mind the whole time, but this is the first time I'm going to mention it to anybody. Very convenient. 
She does um, apologize also because she didn't realize that it would be a betrayal of Elfangor and mm-hmm. how that would affect Dax. I just want to put that out there on the record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Ax leaves the conversation unsatisfied. He's like, I can't trust any humans now because they're all dumb. <laughs> Deception. Disgrace. Disgrace. <laughs> Um, Tobias also like kind of he he comes up to Ax and he's like hey so what are you gonna do and Ax is like mm, what are you talking about and Tobias is like oh, I heard you I followed you in the woods and I heard you talking to those analytes so what are you gonna do and Ax is like mm. <laughs> guess we'll find out won't we guess we'll find out won't we <laughs> this is everyone is I wish I knew what my brother would it's do it's so late in the game for everyone to be keeping all of these secrets <laughs> like I, I, I get that the Ax one. That should have been part of Cassie's apology. That's why her apology was dumb. Well, okay. <laughs> but, like, Tobias is also keeping secrets now. Rachel, I guess, is kind of keeping secrets about, like, how He's she feels. He I don't know. Just everybody needs to just, they just need to have, like, a sleepover and just really talk things out, I think. <laughs> Tobias has that that uh, uncle-nephew confidentiality That's going. true. <laughs> it's a bond you cannot That's break. so true. Uh, so the plan is this the adults are gonna like all stumble out of the woods near near this base where the bombs are and they're gonna be like we've been out in the woods camping and we were lost and i'm marco's dad and i have chest pain so can you please help us and the national guard are like yes come this way and we will bring we will bring the man with chest pains to the medical tent um rachel and her mom kind of get into it a little bit doesn't really matter too much um, the hork are, like, following in the trees behind these guardsmen who are escorting the parents into the camp. And as soon as they get far enough over, like, the fence, I guess, the, the hork kind of hop down and start knocking people out. But non-lethally, we're not killing anybody because we don't know if they're yerks or not. Uh, non-lethally knocking people out. Um, and everybody's in. Do they do they get the bomb first and then they and then they have the conversation? Anna, the yeah, I think they that sneak. You think that I remember anything from the scene <laughs> of action sequences? Baffling. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> um, also, also, so the Hork Vigier do all this. Everyone else sneaks in as like fleas on Marco or as like birds of prey or whatever. Marco's just fully a gorilla clinging to the back of a, of a truck. Stealth gorilla. <laughs> I love that for him. Mm-hmm. Um, they start searching the warehouses for the explosives. First, they find a bunch of spam. Then they find the bombs. Um, and they they are starting to load the trucks. So they're loading the bombs onto one of the trucks, and the alarm starts going off. So they have to do it really quickly, and it's kind of haphazard. And they're all rushing to leave. But then as they leave, um, they are confronted by, like, a group of guardsmen that all have their rifles pointed at the trucks and Rachel's like fucking ram them. And Rachel's mom's like, what? No, we're not going to do kill that. Them, kill them all. Rachel like, yes. She puts her foot on the gas pedal and is like steering this straight into these men. Um, and the only reason she doesn't uh, end up going through with it is because um, her mom is able to take, I no. Tobias yanks the wheel, doesn't he? Yeah. Tobias no, someone, someone, Jesus takes the no, wheel. No, Axe. Axe. It's Axe's book. Yeah. Uh, Axe is able to take control of the wheel back from Rachel. And the car stops, like, 
just a few feet away from the captain of these guardsmen. Jake gets out. He's like, let me, let me confer with these other generals that are like me. So he gets out uh, and he kind of explains the situation. Um, <laughs> the guy... <laughs> He's like, you have to let us leave. The gov- the ho- That was not a hoax. The governor was telling the truth. She's not doing drugs. She's not losing her mind. She is, she's, she's completely earnest. Um, here's my aunt, alien friend, Axe. <laughs> the captain's like, and Jake is like, don't shoot. And the captain's like, I'm not sure why I'm giving you my word, but I am. Which is kind of like every adult in this book. <laughs> So some some of these guardsmen, of course, try to attack because they're controllers, but the captain who's in charge is not, thankfully. And they go, they help um, the Andalites kind of reload the truck in a little bit of a safer manner. They go retrieve Marco's dad from the medical tent, and then they go into the city with their bombs to get a, get a subway train and fill it up. They do that. I think there's more fighting here. There's so much. There's so many battles in these books because it's high stakes. Um, there's there's a fight in which a lot of the Yerks turn into wolves. And so there's like a lot of dead wolves on the platform. And Axe is like, oh, my God, one of these could be Cassie. And he's freaking out about it. And he's like, oh, guess I don't hate her. Guess I'm siding with the humans because look at me forgiving this human. So he decides to not stop the plan, which is a good thing because we're there. It's almost it's almost here. The plan is the, the plan, plan is, is planning. The plan is here. They they put the they put the bombs on a subway train, and Cassie's like, "We have to give them five minutes for for everyone to at least try to get out that once too." Um, spoiler alert: I don't think many people escaped. I think <laughs> some a, did. Some yeah. did. Visser one certainly yeah. did. Um. Yeah, but it seemed like a ton of people died. Um, they send they send the subway train down into the Yerk pool. They're Axe and Cassie and Marco, I think, are on it. And there's some shooting as they're going. And then and then the train wrecks in, into the Yerk pool. They they set the timer on the bomb. They're like, you have five minutes. And then Visser 1 pops up out of the Yerk pool. And he's like, let's fight. And Marco is like, bruh, this thing's going to blow up in like two minutes. Are you sure you want to do this right now? And Visser 1 just like, it's like, all right, no, you're right. And he disappears. <laughs> That's it. That's it for Visser 1 in this book. <laughs> we don't, we simply don't have time for this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then the Yerk pool blows up. Cool. They do it. It's a huge victory. Um. They're they're kind of like well, the 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 silver lining of of this of us having having killed a bunch of people is that now that the Yerks don't have like a place, presumably don't have a Yerk pool on planet for their Yerks to feed at, a lot of Yerks are going to starve over the next three days, and a lot of humans are now going to be aware of the Yerk infestation. So. The next book maybe picks up after that fact, and we have more things going on. I don't know. Axe, once again, pledges his undying support to his Prince Jake. I thought we've done this before, so Axe, times. like several times. Several times we've <laughs> promised that Jake will be your only prince, and you still question. <laughs> it's not the kind of commitment we're looking for, Axe. I know. This has been your this has been your whole story for several books, like over and over again. It's not like like an arc that's gone several books. It's like you repeatedly re-promise yourself. To Listen, have. 
every character <laughs> in this book series is just living through the same complication over and over again. Like except Marco, except he's for out. Marco, uh, Marco's out of the loop. Cycle. He he ascended. <laughs> Oh, also, also, Rachel for her, she cries to her mom, and her mom's like, "It's okay, honey." Yeah, because did we talk? Your did we talk about the fact that that uh, when they were talking to the general dude, Rachel's mom was like, "What's up, general dude?" And I fully thought oh, it was no, going to be like that. one of those terrible, like they were dating things or something. Oh, <laughs> like she's just like we. She's fucked. like, "What's up, Frank?" or whatever, and then he's like, "Oh my gosh!" Um, but no, it was like she represented his you, Rachel's mom. She, she represented his son and like saved his family and career or something. So he's like, "Well, I totally believe you, the lawyer." So then Rachel's like, "Well, I guess there are other ways to solve problems aside from <laughs> my punching." Mom does have a use? <laughs> okay, I don't know if this is the lesson we needed to learn, but all right. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Here we are. Um, that was this book. That's all, that was the sacrifice. It was the sacrifice. The sacrifice was the humans. Sad. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your most valuable morph? Tobias. <laughs> Why? Because he stopped Rachel from pulverizing yeah. Cassie's face. Yeah, I think <laughs> he was the most cohesive and least out of character in this book. So Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, my most valuable morph. I don't know. I mean, Marco did a lot to this book. Like he did the hacking mm-hmm. and he was on, he was on the subway to do the bomb stuff. He told Visser one to stand down. Mm-hmm. So maybe Marco. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he went stealth gorilla. Axe was the one to actually set off the bomb, but also like Axe mm-hmm. gets a lot of negative points for his. Axe did a betrayal. betrayal. His attempted betrayal. Yeah. And even more negative points for not going through with the betrayal. Just yeah, commit. Do commit it. Or, yeah, come on now. Come, <laughs> come on, on now. <laughs> Enough wishy washy bullshit. Uh, um, more. Hey, they killed a bunch of people. <laughs> they did kill a ton of people. They I don't. I feel like this part was rushed. They did put a sinkhole in San Francisco and kill a bunch of people. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forgot to mention the entire downtown of San Francisco is destroyed. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's rough. How about you? Um, I think my morbid moment was the same. Uh, they did actually do it. They went through with it this time. There wasn't some bullshit like, no, we have to save every creature sort of twist at the end. Like they went hard. It was a big victory. They for tried them. their best to get people out. They like gave them time. They released people from the cages. Yeah. They, there was a nice like anti-morbid moment of, uh, when they started releasing people from the cages, like a bunch of other human controllers started helping and they're like, Yes, the resistance. Yes, the resistance seems to be be down there. Or maybe it was just Yerks who were like, hey, what we're doing is fucked up. Probably not. Um, <laughs> I think maybe my morbid moment is more thinking about the next three days in which many Yerks will starve to death. Yeah, that's rough times, isn't it? And and people like regaining their bodies and then just going like buck wild. Probably. Yeah, well, and we saw after that uh, one Yerk back in the first Megamorphs, after that one Yerk uh, starved to death in that one woman's head, she basically went insane from it. So like, it yeah. seems like not so good. Human race has got yeah, some, it's gonna uh, be a problem. Got some problems coming. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but as we know, this is this is only what's happening in San Francisco. <laughs> I don't, I couldn't tell you, the rest of the planet is going through. So, um, series theories. I've already talked about mine. We've kind of already discussed. Yeah, I feel theories, like so. y'all know the series theories at this point. It's like, 
I hope the series is going to end with a bunch of big bads dying, but who knows? Right, right. I want rehabilitation for the species. I do not want rehabilitation for the people who are in charge of the species. Like, I'm like, I don't want... I don't want Visser 1 to get a redemption arc. I don't think he will, but, like, I don't want that. Um, I want them to actually put in the work for a redemption arc for the Yerks instead of just being like, well, they deserve freedom, too. And it's like, well... mm, uh. (laughs) Do we think the Elemist and Cryak thing is going to be wrapped up in... The next two books, or is that going to be all left to the Elemis Chronicles? I think, here's what I think. Because I think the Elemis Chronicles, it technically has already been released at this point in the book series. Oh, Um, that's right, that's right. So I think that that's just basically going to recap everything leading up to the last book, more or less. Yes. Um, I think that the next book is going to be the conclusion of the Yerk stuff. I think we're going to get at least, like, some sort of narrative wrapping up or moving in that direction of like the uh-huh. Yerks have definitively lost by the end of that book. It is called the answer. Mm-hmm. So like the answer is we all morph yes. into a dog or whatever. And then I think the last book is going to be Cryak <laughs> Elemis stuff. That's mm-hmm. what I'm predicting. Do you think that she would be mad if they let the Yerks become dogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, next week on the podcast. <laughs> next week on the podcast we're going to be uh actually releasing our christmas special with the third christmas shoes novel fuck my life (laughs) the christmas hope by our old friend donna van lieri i hope i die before i have to read that book (laughs) that's my christmas hope And then the week after that, we'll be reading Animorphs number 53, The Answer. Oh, my God. The penultimate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've only got three more total. We got 53, 54, and the Elemis Chronicles. End of an oh. era. Man. In the meantime, if you have any Animorph series theories remaining at this point, you can tweet them at us at ShelfAwareCast or email us ShelfAwareCast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. And we are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Because you don't want to miss out on the Cryak Elemis showdown. Which we're sure is happening. We're sure is happening. Book 54. Let's go. <laughs> If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right, because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you would like. In the words of K.A. Applegate, you do not need to be afraid on behalf of Rachel, I told her. Rachel is the one who frightens others. (laughs) Comforting thing for a mother to hear. Yes. Yeah, there was this. And then later in the. Oh, go ahead. No, you. No, you. You can say your you thing. Go ahead. It's awkward now. You gotta say this it. This whole episode's been awkward. <laughs> <laughs>